So it's been a while since we've talked. I had decided that I needed to take a break. For one, during this whole moving fiasco, I haven't had any internet, and so I'm probably not going to even be able to upload this for a few days. But I wanted to record something in order to get some of my issues as of late on tape for you all. I have still been struggling with some deep, 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 heavy depression. However, the part of me, the identity within me that struggles with depression is nowhere to be found. I feel the symptoms. I struggle with the symptoms, but I'm not able to connect with her right now. We tried in therapy. We tried through sort of closing my eyes and my therapist was speaking to my other part, but my other part decided not to show up. There have been times in the past where my different parts have shown up to therapy sort of voluntarily, randomly. There's nothing that I can really do to decide which one comes up where. But I did notice that by the end of therapy, I was my bitch self. I wasn't my funny self anymore. I was still there, though. I was co-conscious. It's a beautiful thing, but also kind of confusing because I have to stop and think, who am I? Who is in control right now? Who is driving this body? I often find myself leaving therapy and looking around and having to think about where I parked because I'm not the one who originally entered therapy that day. There have been times where I have been co-conscious with one of my littles and I have had to sit in the car and basically wait until I am my adult self who is able to safely drive a vehicle before I leave the therapy office. I have reconnected with one of my exes to the extent that we even discussed moving back in together. However, it's not really working out at the moment, mostly because there's a lot of back and forth on their part. There's a lot of concern as to what their quality of life would be with someone like me. I'm not concerned. I feel like I can be a wonderful partner to the right person, but they weren't so sure, and then that made me feel sort of slighted, sort of insulted, sort of dismissed as a valuable or potentially valuable partner. But let's be real. Ultimately, in any kind of partnership, both people have to be equally motivated, equally excited, equally invested in the partnership. And if they don't feel like that's something that they can give, then there's not really anything that I can do to make it happen. They have to meet me halfway. And to be honest, there are some challenges with dating or partnering or being with somebody like me. I have four primary dominant identities within me. And those different parts don't necessarily want the same thing. For example, my sad self is completely, madly, deeply in love with her ex. 
Her ex, yes, I'm saying her ex because she was the one who was primarily hosting when these two people got together. I came in later. I don't know where I was during that time, but once I became the host, things were better between us because I am more easygoing, I'm laid back, I'm the funny one, I'm the one who wants to get along with everyone. My bitch self wants nothing to do with this person. They are at peace with the connection, the reconnection with them. But if it were up to them, they would disconnect altogether. There's too much history there. There's some hurt, some betrayal, and I'm not sure that that was fully healed. Then there's my mama self, and she doesn't really like any distractions from parenting because she's 100% all about taking care of our human child, and anybody who comes in who's not 100% supportive of our condition and is going to, you know, sort of make us feel like we aren't a valuable addition to their life and who's not going to be supportive of our parenting role, then she's just kind of not into it. But she tolerates the situation. So for my part, I've had a lot of lovely times with my ex and I would like to reclaim those times. I would like to sort of reclaim my power in my life by valuing the things that I can value in my life and by taking in anything good and of course rejecting the bad things. But for right now, things are lovely between us. She may not be ready to move in or become a full partner, but we can still date. We can still have movie nights, TV nights. We can still go out and get tacos. We can still talk endlessly about what's going on in the world. Those things are good for me, and I think that I can add value to her life as well. So I'm still jobless. I'm still working in the gig economy and not making or working enough in order to survive, but I'm trying to focus on the positives and life is good. I have a few really great people in my life who add to my life and who I can add to their lives. And I have a beautiful family. I have two wonderful cats. I have a great apartment. I'm just missing a couple of things to keep these things going, but for right now, things are good. Of course, you are talking to my funny self, so I'm going to be looking at things from a positive light, no matter what. This is Plural Self, and this is a podcast about one individual living with dissociative identity disorder. This is Plural Self. This is a podcast about one individual living and struggling with dissociative identity disorder. Talk about struggling. Over the last three weeks, I have moved twice. I decided to move because there is major construction right outside my back door and the noise and the dust and the disruption 
was driving me crazy. However, I moved into a new apartment and it was triggering my PTSD. I found out through therapy that this new apartment was reminding me of one of my trauma locations. By trauma location, I mean a place where I was physically, sexually, emotionally abused. It didn't occur to me at first, but something was off. Something didn't feel quite right. I tried to shake it off. I tried very, very hard to shake it off. But living with panic attacks, anxiety attacks, several times a day, every single day, not being able to sleep because of nightmares, I couldn't do it anymore. So I checked with my leasing office and they said that I could move out, no fees. I checked with my prior apartment. They said I could move back, no fees. And in between, I checked with probably five or six different neighborhoods to see if I should consider the option of moving to an entirely new place. And I decided not to. I decided to go back to my old apartment. I feel much better here. I feel safe. I was able to sleep. I had the best sleep of my life last night for the first time in several weeks. And I feel good. I feel good about this place. The only downside is that the rent is fairly high. And I'm struggling as it is to work enough with my condition in order to pay my bills, in order to make ends meet.